Hi, lovelies, and welcome to the first episode of the AE podcast, technically. Um, My old four episodes are still under the same name, and they're on Spotify if you want to listen to any of them, but all the new episodes will be posted to this account. But if you're interested in listening to the old episodes, they are still on Spotify. So if you want to listen to those, feel free, and they're still on there for everyone to listen to if they'd like. So while I was thinking about rebooting up the podcast, I was thinking about why I decided to stop in the first place, which was mainly because last year when I started my podcast originally, I was in the middle of my senior spring and I was so busy with prom and graduation and I felt like I couldn't put the amount of effort that I wanted to make the podcast as good as I want to make it or do the things that I wanted to do with it. So I decided that it'd be best to just take a break and then come back to it once I felt like I had enough time um, to put in the um, amount of effort that I want to put into it. So I now have the time and the opportunity to do the podcast the way I would like to. And so I just started to I decided to restart it. Um I just fucking mixed up, decided and started and said to start it. Um, <laughs> I, um, so yeah, and this week I've just been thinking a lot about what I want to talk about for the first episode, and I have been having a really tough time um, because there's just such a host of objects to choose from, and that's part of the reason I named the podcast the thing I did, is I didn't want to conform myself to one topic or one subject because there's just so many things I love to talk about. I love movies, and I love art, and all sorts of things, um, but that also gives me a huge width to work with, and that can sometimes make it difficult to narrow it down into what I want to talk about. Um, And so one way I did that is I decided that for each month of the podcast, I'm going to come up with a theme for that month of episodes, and I was thinking a lot this week about what I would like the theme to be, and this month I chose the theme of being present. The reason that I chose that theme is I feel like this is something that I continually struggle with in ways. Um, I don't think that I necessarily live too much in the past or too much in the future, but I sometimes live a little bit too much in my own head. Um, And it's sometimes hard for me to appreciate the day or the present or what I'm doing because I'm too anxious about all the thoughts and all the anxieties and all the things I have to worry about that are just flowing through my brain. But I wrote down a bunch of questions and I was just thinking about the theme of being present and kind of what that means and what does it mean to be present and how do you exist in the moment that you are living in while still appreciating the past and looking forward to the future because those are important as well. The past informs so much of who you are now and the future is could completely change you and I feel like it's important to think about those things while not taking away from the beauty of the present. Um, and also just how do you find a balance between what was and what will be and what is? And again, this is something that I definitely struggle with, but I feel like going through these episodes and tying it back to this theme will maybe help me, um, to understand what being present means and also just, um, to talk about kind of what that means to other people. Um, so also one reason I chose this theme is I was watching Kung Fu Panda (laughs) And this is a quote I've actually loved for a really long time. Um, I'm sure lots of you know it. Master Uguay says it. But it is a really great quote about being present. And I thought that it would be a great quote to encapsulate this month's theme of being present. So the quote I chose is, Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift. That is why it is called the present. I love this quote. Um, 
it's from a kid's movie, so they made it pretty succinct um, so that kids would understand it. But I actually think that that's the best way to do things sometimes. Simplicity um, can encapsulate things in a way that I think is really beautiful sometimes. And I think the way that this quote is laid out is just a great way to look at being present. You can't change tomorrow and you can't do anything about yesterday. And so I, you have the chance to do whatever you desire today. And the, the world is literally your oyster today. And the choices you'll make and the things you'll do today are just so important. And it's so important to exist in that moment and realize that come tomorrow, today will be yesterday and you can no longer change it. So just to be happy with the person and the choices that you make in that moment. But that was basically the overview of what the theme will be for April. I just wanted to introduce that theme and then um, kind of how it relates to the um, what today's episode is about, um, which is a lot about my transition from my trip that I took in the fall um, abroad and coming back to the United States and going to school. Um, so last year after I graduated high school, I went, you know, into my summer break. I had applied to lots of schools and I was planning on going to college in California. Um, I was excited, but about halfway through the summer, I was really thinking and I started to get less excited about the prospect of school. And that made me really sad because college had always been this really exciting idea, um, that I'd been, you know, just this really exciting adventure that I was so excited to go on. But I don't know really what changed for me. I don't know if it was that I just wasn't ready or that maybe that specific college or that specific path just wasn't for me. But close to the end of the summer, I went to my parents and especially my mom and I told her that I was thinking that I maybe wasn't ready for college. And I can't even tell you how scared I was to tell my mom that. I was so worried that she would like, you know, be really disappointed and angry that I didn't want to go to this place of higher education right after high school. Um, I just feel so lucky. My parents were really supportive. Um, But the main question that my mom had for me was just what my plan would be if I didn't go to college right away. Um, And I think that that was the most difficult thing for me um, is I actually had literally no idea. (laughs) I, um, and I asked her if she had any suggestions and she didn't really know either, but she did say that she thought that it would be a really good idea for me to think outside the box and think of things that I would maybe not be comfortable doing otherwise. Um, and I started compiling a list of things that were important to me and that I cared about and that I could pursue in the time that I had before I went to college. Um, and one of the main things that I came up with was that I love to travel. Um, I have been traveling with my family my whole life to my mom's hometown, to my dad's home in the Middle East. And it was really important to me to travel a good bit at some point in my life, throughout my life. And so I went to my mom and I was saying, you know, I'm young, I have time, I have energy, I have, you know, all this stuff. And I think I really would like to travel. Um, I talked with my mom and, you know, one of the most complex parts about travel is money and talked about all that and we worked all that out. And I, again, just felt so lucky that my parents even just took the time to listen to why I didn't want to go to school and why I wanted to use this good amount of my money to 
go on this trip and um, uh, kind of take this opportunity to do something for myself that had nothing to do with getting ahead in any way. And I think that that was definitely one of the most present decisions that I've ever made. And I felt very proud of myself. I felt like I wasn't thinking about the future, about a job or about school. And I wasn't thinking about the past, about high school or about middle school. I was simply thinking about me and what would make me feel fulfilled and happy. And I was really present in that moment thinking about this is where I want to be making this decision and being this person. And that was a really jarring moment for me because I think I was really scared to take that leap and say that I don't want to go to college yet. Um, I don't know, because part of me felt like I'd fail. I felt like maybe if my trip or if whatever I decided to do didn't live up to the expectation that college had or that I had for college, then it would have been a waste of my time, a waste of money, a waste of energy. And that was a huge fear for me. And so I decided to take the leap and I ended up going with a group, um, a program, and I ended up traveling with about 30 um, other kids across Europe for about three months. Um, The experience ended up being one of I mean, one of the absolute most amazing experiences of my life. I'll never forget it. I met just some of my closest friends on my on that trip, some of the best people I've ever known. I've seen some of the most incredible things I've ever seen. I, I, it's hard to describe in words how special and how amazing that experience was for me. And I just really hope that, um, I, you know, I it's hard to put into words and I wish that I could because it's really difficult for me to say, you know, I don't want to just say like it was amazing because like parts of it were just so much deeper than that. Like I felt like I really got in tune with like my love for, you know, finding new places and doing new things, which is really hard for me often because I'm quite shy and sometimes it's really hard for me to take that leap and do things that make me uncomfortable. So when I decided to take that trip, I felt like I was stepping outside of my comfort zone, which I was really proud of myself for, but at the same time I was fucking terrified. I <laughs> was so scared that I wouldn't make friends, that I wouldn't have fun, that I'd end up regretting it. Um but just none of that outweighed my excitement for traveling and meeting new people and doing something new. Um, Anyway, I was so proud of myself for taking this leap, and I decided that I was just going to do it. Um, I ended up signing up for this so fast. I talked to my mom about it one afternoon. By the next afternoon, I had a phone call. They told me all the spots were almost filled up in that program or for the trip that I was interested in. And so by the end of that phone call, I had paid my deposit and I and I was going on the trip. My mom and I were in shock because we were both like, okay, that was really fast. Um, I don't even think at that point I had talked to my dad about my idea or what I was planning to do. And my mom and I both thought that that was really funny um, that it happened so fast. Um, but yeah, I was so excited. I couldn't believe that. I was going on this trip and I um, basically over the next few weeks, I was just preparing and getting ready to leave. Um, I had about a month before I was leaving for the trip and I was really excited and really nervous at the same time. Like I said, I'm very shy and nervous about meeting new people and I had never met any of these other kids that were going on the trip and I was really nervous that maybe I would make friends or, or they, you know, we just wouldn't click. Um, 
But I, uh, about a month later, I arrived for our orientation in Boston. And I remember that I walked in and I thought that I was on time. They said to get there for orientation at like 4.30. So I think I arrived at like 4.15 and I was like, oh, I'm going to be one of the, the first people here. That'll be great. Like I'll be able to meet everyone when they come in. I remember that I got to the orientation room and everyone, literally everyone, almost everyone was already out like on the balcony, like talking to each other in their little groups. And I was literally like, oh, I was like, fuck. Um, I was just mortified because I was so worried that I had like missed my window to kind of get in and just kind of meet new people. I felt really awkward because I'd walked in by myself. I, I, do, yeah, I didn't know anybody. Um, and I remember that night I, I like cried to my mom on the phone. I was like, I'm not going to make any friends. Like, this is the worst mistake of my life. Like, I don't know why I did this. Um, very dramatic. <laughs> but I remember that I just, I was really worried cause you know, I, I had taken time and money and a lot of effort to go on this trip and I did not want to regret it. Um, I, I just regret has always been an emotion that, I just don't feel serves me or a lot of people um, to hold on to. And so the next day after I cried and went to bed with my mom on the phone, I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make the most of this. Um, it was orientation still. I was like, we haven't even gone on the trip yet. The trip was about three months. I was like, I have so much time to get to know these people. You know, I talked myself up a little bit, hyped, hyped myself up a good amount. Um, but I ended up meeting a group of really nice girls and super cool guys. And I just got to know everyone that day. I got so much more relaxed, so much more comfortable. We were all still super new to each other. You know, there was still that layer of awkwardness there because we were all strangers, but we were definitely starting to get more comfortable in each other's presence. Um, a few days later, when we actually left, our first destination was Iceland, which was a super interesting experience to travel with people that you've never met before, like on a plane, because those are the people that you hang out with, you know, take with you to go to the bathroom to get snacks. And you've never talked to those people before. So it's like this whole new experience. And like all you have to talk about is your whole life because they don't know anything about you. Um, so that was a really interesting experience. Um, that trip definitely taught me a lot about talking about myself. Um, I have never been the biggest fan of me being the t topic of a conversation. So when people would ask me questions about myself, I, it would be hard because I had been around people who had known me for so long. I went to the same school for seven years and all those people had known me for so long and knew so many things about myself. And, you know, now people wanted to know where I was from, if I had siblings, if who, like what my family was like and what I liked to do and what my hobbies were. And it was just like such an overload of questions and information. And it was very overwhelming. Um, but it was so incredible. Um, and on the pod over the next few weeks and next few months, I'm definitely going to tell stories from that trip. I have so many um, so many stories about going out and places we went and just my friends and I and just crazy stuff that happened. And I really want to touch on all of that. And it was just so fun. I learned so much from that trip about being independent and about the world. And I really want to dive into that in some of my next um, episodes. But the main thing I want to talk about today is kind of my transition from leaving that trip to starting college and kind of how that ties back into my theme of being present. When I finished with my trip, I flew home from Europe and I, you know, I was really excited. I hadn't seen my parents or my sisters in almost three months. 
Um, and I was just super excited to give them a hug, but I was also just devastated. Um, the people I'd met on that trip, you know, I had met m some of the best friends I'll ever make in my life. People who understood me in such a deep way at that point, you know, we had all been living together for several months, traveling together, you know, travel can get complicated and things, you know, things happen. And that just, I, I don't know if anybody else has experienced this, but traveling, even with new people, just bonds you in a weird way. Cause you know, so much crazy stuff can happen when you're trying to get somewhere, especially out of the country. So I just felt like I had this connection with these people and all of a sudden I was just being ripped away from them and this whole experience I had been on. And although I was so excited to go home, this is where kind of my issues with being present kind of started to come in because I think I was still, my brain and my kind of my soul and my presence was still back in Europe with my friends. I, I was still there. And so when I came home, I was, you know, I was there physically, but I think mentally and emotionally, I was still back on that trip with those people. And it was really hard to leave. And I had a tough time the first month back. I, you know, I was just at home. I wasn't doing much. I didn't really have plans. It was winter break. I didn't have school. Um, and it was really difficult. I had spent almost three months having, you know, places to go, things to do every day. I'd been around my friends and now I'd kind of been thrust back into this place of just being at home, you know, not really having places to go, things to do, like a plan. There wasn't much going on, but I did love hanging out with my family and I did love to have some time to rest and relax. Um, my trip was incredible and amazing, but definitely tiring in many ways. We were trying to hit a lot of countries and a lot of places um, in a really short amount of time. Um, and so a lot of the times, you know, you could feel burnt out or really tired. Um, I was actually really proud of myself for keeping up my social battery and my um, kind of adrenaline and enthusiasm the whole trip. The last week, um, right before we left, was kind of where I started to wind down. I remember that week I got just so mentally exhausted and tired and I felt like I needed to sleep for like a week um, because I had just been go, go, go for almost three months and at that point, I was just so tired, but just so grateful for all the experiences I'd had on that trip and all the people I had met, even outside of the group, just random people that I met on the street, like street vendors and workers and just people from these different countries were all just so fascinating and amazing to talk to. And when I came back home, I just, I just didn't really know what to do with myself. And after about a month of kind of wallowing just a little bit, maybe just a tad, I felt like I was acclimating pretty well, but I could still feel myself not appreciating the day and not living in that moment as I think I should have been. Um, I didn't really realize until probably a little bit into the new year. The new year started and I remember that when the ball dropped and 2023 started, I could almost feel myself being a little bit sad because leaving 2023 or leaving 2022, sorry, not right. Um, leaving 2022, I was leaving all of that behind. I was leaving my high school and my senior year and that whole life that I had led and my trip and just that whole chapter of my life was over, you know, turning 18 and being a senior and starting college, you know, all of that was done. And I was now fully thrust into this feeling of this is a new year and there are going to be new experiences, new adventures. And for a while, that was really hard for me because 
now I was scared and I felt like I was back where I was the summer before trying to figure out what I'm going to do, trying to figure out what my plan is. And then I was back in that place of not feeling present of where I was just thinking about the past with my trip and just graduating and then just worrying too much about the future, about what I was going to do, who I was going to be, where I was going to go. And I was just missing everything that was happening that day. I would miss beautiful sunsets and amazing places I could have walked and stores I could have gone to because I felt like I was too just wallowing a little bit in like what was and what will be just too stressed out and too anxious. Um, And it wasn't until probably halfway through January that I was really thinking about it. And, you know, I started to really notice this pattern of me kind of self-sabotaging these great experiences that I could be having that day or tomorrow or the day before that I could have done or I could be doing that I was letting pass me by because I was thinking too much about other things or I was too much in my own head about what was going on. And that was really hard for me. And I wanted to break out of that cycle. And so basically what I ended up doing is I really started to look at myself and be like, okay, today, don't worry about tomorrow. Today is what's happening. Even the stuff that's due tomorrow, uh, my schoolwork and all that stuff, I decide that's due tomorrow. Focus on the today. What can you do today? What's great about today? And even with saying that, struggled with it so much honestly every single day there are days when I wake up and I say today's I want to wake up and I want to be like today is just not that day I don't feel good my head hurts I'm irritated I'm anxious and I and part of me you know really just wants to curl up and just exist you know in my bed and just let the day pass me by and it's really hard to break out of that cycle of thinking where that is your whole existence for that day. That's your existence for that hour is just laying there and doing nothing. Um, And that feeling did not pass for several months and it still hasn't. Um, Things like that do not solve themselves overnight. Um, But I think one of the most important things that I thought about during that time was, you know, why is being present important? Why is, is that crucial? Because I think that I was just telling myself that it was important for me to be present and enjoy the day. But then I would think about like, why? Like, why is that actually important to my life? Like, do I need to be so present in this moment? And as time went by, yes, was the answer that I came up with hugely because when I focus too much on like, when I was too inside my own head, when I was too much in the past, too much in the future, I was missing everything, even the small stuff, just things that I would usually find really fun and I would really like, you know, little knickknacks that would usually make me really happy in the store, art that I really liked, music that was great for me. And I realized that by not being present, I was taking away from my joy of those things and thus just the joy that I would have every day and how much I would enjoy that moment and that day. And so I started thinking about less about why being present is important and what is the best way to remain present. Um, I do not have an answer to that question. <laughs> so I'm, I, you know, I don't know if anybody does. I think that that is a question that's been pondered, you know, for such a long time about what is the best way to remain present? What is the best way to be in the here and now? I think these days with social media and the internet and the world being as connected as it is, it's hard sometimes to feel like 
you're actually in that moment and not thinking about something that's happening on a screen or that's happening in the future or that happened yesterday or even in a conversation that you just had, just overthinking what you said or what you did, a gesture you made or a facial expression somebody pulled and you just think about it all day. Um, and I used to do that a lot, but I found out that it just wasn't serving me. And if I'm not serving myself, I, I just don't even know. I guess I, that's what I realized. If I'm, if I'm not serving myself and I'm not filling my soul with things that make me happy and fulfill me, I'm not doing right by myself. And that I think was a big turnaround for me because, um, I want to do right by myself. I want to make myself proud and I want to feel like I have lived every day trying to be, or not even trying, but being a person that I'm proud to be. Um, and that is a huge thing that I've worked on. Um, and then basically the last question I asked myself in regards to this was, is there such a thing as being too present? Um, I also do not have an answer for this. (laughs) I think that there's definitely probably a point when people get too in the moment and but I I don't know if that's even a thing but I just wrote down these questions as good big themes to think about this month and just throughout my life um, of why is being present important what is the best way to remain present and can you be too present so those are the three questions that I mainly asked myself and I don't have answers and I guarantee you by the end of the month I won't but I think it's interesting to talk about and the more you think about it and the more you talk about it the more you realize that there are further complexities um, in those questions and they can just lead to so many great conversations and thoughts Um, but yeah so that was mainly, mainly like the heavier part of what I was saying not necessarily heavy but like maybe the more philosophical part about being present But along like the fun lines, I just want to enjoy my life. I want to feel happy and I want to feel fulfilled and I want to feel present. But being present is not something that happens in a day or a week or, you know, an hour. It's not something that's going to happen in one conversation or, you know, one episode. (laughs) Um, And I think it as I've grown, I've come to understand that more. I think when you're younger, it's hard to think about that because, you know, you're developing. But I think as I've grown um, and just the experiences I've gone through going on my trip and then transitioning and starting college, I've just realized that I have to take time for myself to just be and enjoy where I am. Otherwise, I will just completely miss where I am and then come a few months later what was the point of it all if I didn't enjoy it when it was actually happening? Um, So that was hugely my um, focus for what I wanted to focus on this month for April. Are those questions and being present and why it's so important? Um, But my trip taught me so much about being present in the moment and that feeling that I had on my trip. And while I was abroad, I I want to get back there because I honestly felt like I unlocked a part of myself that I previously hadn't found, a part of myself that was spontaneous and just so, I, I don't think there was a day during that trip where I really thought about what had happened, you know, other than to, you know, recount fun stories with my friends or, you know, what was going to happen in the coming days. I was just so excited for what that day was going to be because it was always something new and always something exciting. But I also had to come to accept after my trip that not every day needs to hold something 
life-changing or really exciting or really crazy. You can just find beauty and joy and happiness and fun in little things. Um, And also to accept that not every day is going to be filled with joy and filled with happiness. Some days are definitely certainly filled with a lot of anxiety and sadness, um, just being overwhelmed, overworked not enough sleep, and, um, you know, everything that a student, a college kid, a person growing up, a human in our world, all those things that everyone experiences, I feel, and I want to find a way to experience those things as a person should, that pain and that sadness and that hurt, but on the other side of that, experience the extreme happiness and extreme fun and extreme joy that is on the vice versa of those things. And those things need to work in harmony to be present, I think. I think sometimes being present also means accepting that you're sad, accepting that you're hurting, accepting that something bothered you, is being honest with yourself about what you feel in that moment. Um, And that was my the biggest theme for today's episode is just accepting, accepting the present and accepting the present reality and who you are and what it is. And that was really what I wanted to put forth in the episode today. Anyway, so that kind of brings me to the end of the first episode. Um, I know today we talked a lot about the main theme and all that. I, In the coming weeks, I really want to tell some really funny stories and get into some really fun things. Um, I feel like there's just so much I want to talk about on this podcast, and sometimes I feel like I can't get it all in. Um, but, I, you know, I have so many ideas and so many fun things I want to talk about, but this will just be the first episode I really hope you guys enjoyed today's talk. Please remember to love each other, to embrace today, and I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Love you all. Bye-bye.